Super Talk Mississippi media production. Well, free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, let's go. Another edition of the Eagle Hour. Bob Getty and Kelly Santer. We're in the Southern Bancor studio right here in beautiful Hattiesburg, Mississippi. We're glad you're with us. We've got a great show for you today. Heath Hinton from Big Gold Nation is about to join us. And a special guest uh, at about 120 that we've been working on for some time, Hugh Freeze, the head football coach, Liberty University, is on the Eagle Hour to talk about not only his program there, but his history with Southern Miss. And it is funny and grateful, and uh, we're grateful to have him on the show, Kelly. going to be good. Yeah, I, I don't think – I think a lot of the things that we will learn about Hugh Freeze today, I dare say 90% of our audience didn't even right. know about some of the things about how he's tied to Southern Miss. Right. Opening segment sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue Pit, proud supporters of our program and the uh, Southern Miss Athletic Department. And uh, we love their food, and uh, we love Justin Harris and all the gang at Dickey's, and we thank them for their support of our show. Heath Hinton is the proprietor and owner of Big Gold Nation. You'd like the CEO of Big Gold Nation. Is that right, Heath? I guess you could say. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I own it, run it, whatever you want to call it. The CEO, the CFO, the C, COO. The, the yeah. C, just the C. Yeah. He's the, the, the big C, C. Yeah. Of the big C of Big Gold Nation. All right, so we're talking to you off the air. And, Kelly, I, I've, I've adopted Kelly's incredible optimism about the baseball team. I, I believe this is going to be a really special year. You're not quite as optimistic as Kelly and I that we have all but secured a, a regional tournament here in Hattiesburg. Explain what you think the situation currently is. Look, I, do I think Southern Miss, if it were to start right now, is a regional host? Absolutely. Are they uh, fighting for you know a national protected seed? Absolutely. Still a lot more games to be played. What there's 20 games left on the schedule. Uh, you got some decent teams down the stretch at UAB, South Alabama. Who, let's be honest, Southern Miss has had problems beating in the past at South Alabama, Old Dominion, uh, Old Miss, UTSA is pretty good team this year. Uh, Middle Tennessee, eh, that's the last game. You got to go on the road to finish that out. So I mean, there's just a there's sometimes in this conference because RPIs. They're not terrible, but you need to go in there and sweep these teams, and it's hard to sweep uh, every series, especially in conference, because they know you so well. The midweek games are important. Ole Miss is going to be playing on May the 11th. That's not going to be a normal midweek game that you played Ole Miss late in the season, because usually Ole Miss knows that they, in the SEC, they've got a regional locked up, and now they're playing because they're in do-or-die situations right now. They've got to win every game. So it's a different test right there. It's just there's a lot of baseball left to be played and a lot of teams that are going to be desperate down the stretch. But if you look at this team, the way they've been playing, man, it's hard to bet against them. But 
We've all seen those two of the top moments in the past. So I uh, don't say just that. Just try to you know try to keep everything in perspective <laughs> a little bit. I have twenty games left. The Eagles go fifteen and five in the last twenty games. Do they get a regional? In your view? Yes, yes, absolutely. If they go fifteen and five, they finish more forty wins with the schedule that they have. Absolutely. I think if they go seventeen and three, you're probably uh, maybe a national seed at that point. And then also you got the conference tournament left. You make a deep run there. Uh, you get some of the better teams in the conference, beat them. RPI goes up. So it's still, a lot of, you know, 20 regular season, maybe 24. So there's 24 games perhaps to be played and a lot of baseball to be figured out. But you got to like where the Eagles are sitting right now, especially with the things that are happening with the way they're winning games. It's just a, it's just a feel good situation for Southern Miss. But to, to further the point about being in good position for a a regional is as much as what's going on in Starkville and Oxford. The Rebels have completely fallen apart. They're right now a tire fire. All right, Mississippi State coming off a national championship has had a you know by all state standards a very disappointing year. You add those two things together with the success that Southern Miss has had. I think that's why Southern Miss has locked down a regional berth right now, not only because of the way that they've played, but how poorly, by Ole Miss and Mississippi State standards, they've played. And I think the NCAA was certainly going to give Mississippi one, if not two, regionals. And with the fact that State and Ole Miss have not played their usual seasons, I think that, Bob, that further solidifies, even right now, that Southern Miss is going to be is going to be a regional is going to be a regional team. Well, it certainly doesn't hurt. Here's where they stand right now: twenty seven and eight. They enter tonight's game uh, Heath against Tulane. Uh, they've won nine straight games, fourteen of their last fifteen, seventeen of their last nineteen, and they have the nation's longest road winning streak at ten contests. And I, I want to make this point, Heath. This is playing one heck of a tough schedule they've accomplished this. Oh, yeah. You would probably, if you look at their schedule right now, you'd probably say the toughest part of their schedule, and I can know Scott Berry would hate to hear this, but uh, the toughest part of their schedule they've probably already played so far with the teams they played, uh, but still some decent teams down the stretch. But you're right. But Guys, you know, you talked about Ole Miss and – with the SEC, and we all know the way it works, if Ole Miss or Mississippi State was to go on one of those 15-5 and five runs, you better believe uh, most of those being conference games, they get in the top half of their division, they will host. Yeah, but, 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 right, no question. but right now, Heath, that's a stretch for both of those teams, and I think you would even have to admit that. Ole Miss is just I, a I mess would, right now. I would, but we've seen them do it in the past, too. Yeah, but but not. We've seen them do it in the past, but, but and it's happened before. Well, it has so it's happened. Not out of the realm of possibility. No, of, of course it's not. I mean, anything is possible. But I'm just saying, with the way that Ole Miss is hap- with the way Ole Miss in particular is playing right now, with the dissension within the ranks at Ole Miss about the future of Bianco on the line here, uh, you talk depending on which Ole Miss fans you talk to, and even their inner circle. Bianco's got to go to the World Series. Just go go to the World Series just to save his job. I, I just don't see with all the dissension going on in, in that program in particular that, oh, well, you know, that that's well, going to First things first, Gold Eagles have to play Tulane tonight. Tulane's 24-12 and 12, uh, on the season, if I'm reading this correct. The Southern Miss plays the Tulane. Yeah, 24-12. and 12. 
It says 24-12-1. I have no idea how you have a tie in baseball, but nevertheless. Uh, they, throw, they, they give away games. Okay. They throw uh, Chandler Welch tonight as a freshman with a 4 no <laughs> record, 461 ERA. The Golden Eagles are going to throw Ben Etheridge. Etheridge. Etheridge has been a really quality starting pitcher up until this year, so if Ben Etheridge could pitch well tonight – and show that he can still start games and give you a good six or seven innings, boy, that would be that would be big going into tournament play, Heath. It would be, and you know, you got Tyler Stewart that pitched a little bit this weekend. That you also have that can start for you in midweek games. You get another guy in Etheridge prepared. That gives you five guys in a tournament situation that can start for you that if one of your starters just gets into a little bit of trouble, you have no issues going to the pin. Take the Sunday game, for instance. That was what was uh, – they let them uh, score four early runs, and for nine innings after that, the bullpen shut them out. Yeah, that was an impressive And so they were able to come back win that game. And, you know, you the talk, bullpen threw nine shut out innings. And you talk about some of these, other, these, some of these other teams in Conference USA, Heath. They're, 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 not, they're not great teams. They're okay. But but considering where Southern Miss is playing right now, they, they should not be formidable. I mean, Old Dominion has been disappointing, in my view, considering where the projections were. Um, and, you know, UAB could slip up and win a game here or there. But I don't think overall in the conference, with the conference teams that are left, they're, all, they're not even on the same level at this point, at this point of the season no, that Southern I, Miss is. I agree with you, but to, for Southern Miss to be a team – it's hard to sweep every series. And when you're just an okay team, when you're playing just an okay team, and you're trying to fight for a regional host, you can't even really drop a game to some of them. So even if you sweep Rice, you drop one to UAB. You may uh, drop one to Old Dominion, UTSA. Uh, I mean, there's three losses right there. It, it's it's going to be hard for this team to keep up winning every conference game. They're going to drop some. That's why I say, you know, 15 and 5 probably gets them a hose. 17 and 3, it's, uh, you're looking at a national seed with the tournament coming up. So, I mean, it, yeah, it, it's, it's going to be done. The conference season is great, but to ask a team to keep sweeping every series, that's tough on any team. I don't care, you know, what league you're in at this point. All right. Well, it all, uh, continues to play out starting tonight at 6.30. Gold Eagles at home tomorrow night against uh, UNO. And uh, then the Owls are in town, minus the legend. Who? The Owls. Who? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right, Heath. Thank you, buddy. We appreciate you everywhere. Hey, guys, have a great day. Thank you. Heath Hinton, everybody. Who? Big Gold Nation. <laughs> All right. We're scheduled to bring Hugh Freeze on the show next. Hope you'll stick around. This should be fun. Oh, he's, this is a new Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, welcome back to the Southern Bank Core Studio here in Hattiesburg. Bob Getty and Kelly Santer. 
I want to thank Campus Bookmart and CampusBookmart.net for sponsoring the second segment of our show each and every day. We appreciate them. Great place, the place to buy your Southern Miss apparel. Remember, you can also hear the Eagle Hour podcast on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or TuneIn. Or you could just tell Alexa to play Super Talk Eagle Hour and it'll be right there on your device. Has she responded to you at all, Kelly? I've, I'm tired of asking. Um, I just have to do it manually. But uh, but from what we've been hearing, too, Bob, a lot of people are doing that, are yes. pulling this up on the podcast. and It's amazing the number of people that are listening to the Eagle Hour every week. Right. All right. Hugh Free scheduled to come on the show. Just got a text uh, from the uh, SI at Liberty University. I'll read it. Bob, coach's uh, previous appointment is running long. He can't make the 120 time slot, but we're working to get him in at 135. So uh, we are hoping to have Hugh Freeze. And if we don't have him today, I'm confident we're going to have him. But I, th- but I think he'll be on today. He was just in a meeting, I think, with some athletic officials at Liberty, and uh, the meeting is running a little long. And, you know, Liberty is one of the new members of Conference USA. Correct. So, so there's a lot going on there. Yeah, right so had now. the Eagles stayed, which we're all glad they didn't, but had they stayed, then Liberty would have, would have been an annual, you know, opponent. You would think, right, for um, for the Eagles, but right. uh, but they're what game number? They're right out of the shoot, aren't they? Game number one uh, for for USM this right? fall. I don't yeah, have the schedule in front of me. I, I know so. you play Liberty, and then uh, then you go to Miami. Yeah. By the way, I ran in last night to uh, Lance Ancar at Sam's. <laughs> Let me guess: Was he buying Red Bulls by the case? No, he wasn't. He, he was buying food, but he's a, just a, he's just a, the friendliest guy you'll ever meet. Strength in your life. and conditioning coach for the football Correct. team. Correct. Yeah. This nicest fellow you will ever meet. But buddy, if if you didn't know who he was and he was angry and you were in his path, it would be very intimidating. He is a beast. A hurricane land. He's a beast. Yeah, yeah. All all those guys are, you know, yeah. that, that seem to be in that profession, man. They're yeah. into it. But such a nice guy. Yeah, and I want to, I want to thank uh, some couple of people that at, at lunch today I ran across who didn't know me really from Adam's house cat, but they came over and said that they listen to the Eagle Hour regularly and really enjoy the the perspective that we bring. And it's not always positive, um, right. but but they really appreciate the fact that we we present things from all angles, you know, and then let them mm-hmm. kind of pick things apart. So special, there's a lot of you out there. Special guest in the studio today, Louis the Wonder Dog, is yes. wandering around, and he's just having the time of his life sniffing this place out. Yeah, I'm moving moving into my new place, and so Louis and I have been kind of running some errands this morning, and uh, I didn't want to, you know, leave him in the car, and you were gracious to let him come into the studio here. So well, he's, sure. he's getting to examine, you know, things all over the place. But, you know, we were talking about this, this uh, regional – and by the way, Conference USA tournament packages are now on sale. So um, you might want to be looking for all your different communications. If you're a season ticket holder, if you're an Eagle Club member, make sure that you reach out and get that taken care of. The earlier, the better, obviously, because they'll go on, on sale to the general public, you know, after the, the people that, that pay the bills kind of get their shot. But those are, those are available. Um, but as far as you know, hosting a region, I don't see. And and again, he to Heath's point, anything can happen. But it would be an absolute catastrophe uh, for Southern Miss not to be given you know a, a regional host, and it would take an absolute collapse on this team. Which there's been no sign of any collapse. There hasn't even been really, Bob. When you look at it, they, this machine hasn't even sputtered. Not much. No, no, since the season has started. I mean, once they got started, they've kind of been on a, 
I mean, it, they've just been a well-oiled machine. And I think what Scott Barry said yesterday was really telling. He said, we as coaches are now to the point where we just want to get out of their way. You know, this, this, this machine, when something's rolling really, really well, if you do get in the way, you're going to get run over, you know? All right. Let me play the devil's advocate with you a second. To Heath's point about the NCAA, we we go back to the year that Donnie Tindall's basketball team won 30 games, 30 games, and didn't get invited to the NCAA tournament. Is the baseball team seen in a different light by the NCAA because of their track record, their history, than perhaps the way the basketball team was treated? Not only by the NCAA, in my opinion, but here I think is the real key. Southern Miss Baseball's national credibility with other programs and other coaches. They see the talent that Southern Miss has. They see how well they're coached. They see that they are winning teams. They are beating teams of national note. That goes a long way. Success on the field goes a long way. And although Scott Berry and them have said, you know, steady wins the race, when you loaded up this schedule at the beginning of the year and we were talking about how brutal it was, now it's coming. Now is when it's really helping. You've scheduled good teams. You're beating good teams. How do you argue against a Southern Miss team being able to ho- – what would be if, – if you are playing devil's advocate wh- – how would you? What would you say is the negative? Well, here's another stat too that just came out this week: tenth in the nation in average attendance, and the top ten in attendance, in the top ten in rankings. Uh, so yeah, so if I'm on barring the, a just a total meltdown, which I, it's just not going to happen. No. It's just not going to happen. They've stayed healthy, which uh, was... Which, how do you not give them a regional tournament? And that's what I'm saying. If I'm on the committee, and I've got two other people on the committee, and I ask them, okay, you guys, I want to give Southern Miss a regional. Tell me why I should not vote to give them a regional. What, what would be a single argument? If you had a single argument against Southern Miss getting a regional, I can't even think of what that would be. No. <laughs> right? Okay. And I apologize. I'm answering text no, but, here from but you mentioned, he, he is he will be on in the next segment. You, you mentioned you know the fan base, which has responded in kind. I mean, some of the largest crowds in the country just nudging out FIU. Yes. <laughs> which I what had about twenty this weekend where they had to pipe in music, you know. Right, right. Or or pipe in just uh, edging out. <laughs> yeah. Just edging out FIU. Yeah. So uh, so the fans have done, everybody in the Southern Miss program has done its part. Tonight, even, at the Tulane game, we mentioned the North Shore Eagles. There'll probably be as many Golden Eagle fans there as Tulane. Yeah, they're they're organizing, they're getting their own sections down there at, at Tulane for the Southern Miss fans here that aren't able to go to, to Tulane. There's going to be a bunch of alum down on uh, the North Shore. So let's move ahead. Southern Miss gets the regional. What are the odds that one of the teams seated in the regional will be Mississippi State or Ole Miss. Because they're both going to finish with winning records. And in the SEC, that'll get you in the NCAA regionals. I don't know, Bob. I'm telling you, if you peel back the layers of this Ole Miss baseball program right now, if you listen to insiders and and if what they're saying is true, it's a real mess. It's a real mess at Ole Miss. I don't think both of them get in. 
Believe it or not, I don't really? think I don't think both of them get when in. When would be the last time that had happened? Because look, we're not sitting here trashing. Those are quality baseball, and they program. play in a yeah. great conference. There's no doubt when it comes to baseball. Mississippi State is the bell cow program, and they're the defending national champions. That's correct. Okay, you can't take that That's away correct. from them. But I'm just saying, Ole Miss in particular, and I don't have an axe to grind with Ole Miss. You know, we kind of we kind of play with Mississippi State and Ole Miss, kind of kidding around. But but Ole Miss has got problems. Now, we have a lot of respect for Mike Bianca. Yeah, yeah he but, comes but, down here and plays all the time. We, but, we they, get it. but they've got their issues right now. So I, I just. But but let's just assume that let's just assume that that one or one or both ends up okay at the end of the year. You, you know Kelly as well as me. You can be very average in the SEC, and you're going to get more. You're going to get more accommodation by the NCAA than a very good conference USA team. But but the scenario that I would the scenario that I envision that is most likely again my opinion is that one of the two gets in, and whichever of the two gets in gets to host a regional. Really, you think that so? that, that two in Mississippi will get to host? A really, you think so, so? You wouldn't have to worry about that. There's there's a lot of talk now about Vanderbilt because of attendance that that Vanderbilt may be sent here. You know? I've seen Vanderbilt. I've seen LSU. I've seen Mississippi State. Those are the three prominent. I've seen Tulane, and in a, in a, and we don't get into that projection stuff. I get yeah. that all that's fun and what yeah. have you, but it means absolutely nothing. Yeah, I mean, you could you could blindfold yourself and throw a dart at the map and probably have as good a shot as Correct. you know, calling. Correct. But if Vanderbilt does come here, what you'd have to do is sit the whistler right next to the throw it in the dirt guy. <laughs> <laughs> and let him do it without. <laughs> right. That's a great idea. Yeah, just fence him off, and <laughs> that, that, that really is a Texas that, death match. Whoever comes that out, that really is a, is a great. Actually, I want the feel that Mississippi State got last year, the little Debbie tournament that they got, Samford, Campbell, some other little obscure school I've never heard of. That's the field I want in Hattiesburg. But now Campbell, Bob, you know what their mascot is. Humps, the humpbacks. No, the fighting camels. The fighting camels. Yeah, Which, I mean a hump camel. That, that's Hump's favorite uh, college. I think. I think Hump, the wonder camel. See, there you go. You just bring it up, and he gets excited. <laughs> He's going to be here on Thursday, from what we understand. That's what we hear. If the tarot cards that's have been what read we properly. Hear. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So speedy, speedy. Freeze. Now, look, we're glad to have the man on the show. Let's not start out by insulting him, okay, Sam? No, I think he'll have fun with that story. Can, uh, can we uh, not insult the man? The head football coach of Liberty University, a, a Southern Miss grad. A Southern Miss grad, an All-American junior college baseball player who was cut, cut by Hill Denson. He's next. Southern Miss to the top. Hey, welcome back. Glad you're with us from the Southern Bancorp Studios here in Hattiesburg, wherever you're tuned in across the network this afternoon. Online, remember you uh, can hear us various podcasts, or you can just tell Alexa at any time to play Super Talk Eagle Hour. We're really happy to have our next guest, Hugh Freeze is the head football coach at Liberty University. Really needs no introduction uh, to people here in Mississippi. He is a Southern Miss graduate, and uh, when we had Coach Mark Carson on the show a few weeks back, 
Uh, Coach Carson told some great stories about his friendship uh, with Hugh Freeze, and we reached out to Coach, and he was gracious enough to come on the show. So, Coach Freeze, thanks for your time, and uh, welcome to the Eagle Hour. Man, thanks for having me, and uh, there's no finer human being than Mark Carson, so uh, blessed to, to call him friend. And a great baseball coach. Boy, he's he's been a legendary coach. He, he told us great stories. He said you and him were best friends in college. You roomed together. He even introduced you to your wife. Is all that correct? <laughs> that's true. All that's correct. We were uh, we were best friends growing up on um, in a little farming community, and we fished together, hunted together, played ball together, and then we're roommates at both Northwest Community College and at Southern Miss, and uh, he did. He inter- introduced me to Jill uh, my first year at Southern Miss um, in math class. He already knew her. He was there a semester earlier than I, and um, so I-, I owe Mark a lot. You were a math major. Am I correct about that? That's correct. Uh, we-, we all three were math majors. How about that? Now I understand that you were you made you were a junior college All American in nineteen ninety at the at Northwest, and you came out for the baseball team at Southern Miss when uh, you had a pretty legendary coach here. Can you tell us how that all went down? Yeah, Coach Denson, um, obviously a great coach and did a great uh, job there and. Uh, I just wasn't good enough to be very candid um, at the level that they were playing at, and um, I wish I could have. I wish I could tell you I was, but uh, but really wasn't. Um, I was a I was a good player, but uh, it's a whole different level when you get to to the Southern Misses of the world in either football or baseball. And um, at the time, you know, Southern, uh, I had the most academic money from there. And, you know, raised where we were, you went where the most money was that could help you get your education. Right. And, um, and, and that's why I ended up at Southern. Plus, I had Mark there and Bill Selby, who's a dear friend also. Uh, we all played play junior college together, so it, it made sense for me to go there. Uh, but really just wasn't good enough um, to, to play at that level. Well, you know, Coach Denson takes credit now for your great success as a college football coach. He says if he if he hadn't cut you <laughs> off the baseball team, you'd have never coached football. You owe, you owe it all to him. But I, I do. You know what? I I <laughs> I, uh, I respect the heck out of Coach Denson. Uh, he was dead straight with me, and um, and uh, I, I he probably I probably owe him a lot because it definitely gave me time to really I got really active in the. Um, and the leadership there on campus and the Baptist Student Union in particular, and it opened up some doors uh, for me to kind of uh, really think about what I wanted to do. And, and obviously uh, I kind of knew I wanted to coach football, but uh, I do. I coached high school baseball for one season and I was miserable. <laughs> I felt like <laughs> I felt like there were no decisions made in the game that I could really have an impact on the outcome. <laughs> so, Coach Freeze, this, Coach Freeze, this is Kelly Sander. The the rumor was that, that Hill had said that well, you just your, your foot speed, you're just not as 
as fast as somebody as we need. If, if you've ever had to cut a football player because he's because he's a little too slow, did that kind of hurt your heart <laughs> being a victim uh, of that? You, you know what? I just I say, listen, I lived it, brother. Right? You're not the first to be told. You're not the first to be told. You're not quite fast enough. <laughs> so now you got your your football team coming in here uh, this fall. There's a season opener for the Golden Eagles now. This ought to be something. Well, I kind of dread that, truthfully. I wish, uh, you know, before I, I took this job, you know, they had, the, of course, the next five years already set because they were moving into FBS. And um, I've, I've, I've kind of noticed, uh, obviously, we had to play Southern here. Um, and then now coming down there, we'll have, definitely have a different feel for me. And uh, it's not, I, I just know – uh, the Southern Miss that uh, I'm used to and that I think it can be and will be under Coach Hall there is the team that, um, you know, when Jeff Bauer, who I just have the great greatest respect and admiration for, I mean, that team meant, was anyone, anytime, any place, and they meant it. And they had enough players to back that up, and I know it can be that again and, and certainly think Will is a, a great fit for that place. Now, now, Coach Freeze, one of the things that Hill Denson also said that he worried about with you, he just wants to make sure that money-wise you're okay. Are you all right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm blessed beyond measure. I, don't, uh, I tell you, our, uh, our Jill and our girls and our family are well taken care of, and we're able to also help some others, so that's, uh, it's a blessing. Coach Freeze, I want to ask you this question: When when uh, when Coach Hall was hired, and when that process was all going down, your name was just on the top of everybody's mind, and it was constant. At any point, did you have any conversations with Southern Miss about coming here as potentially the head coach? Oh man, that's that's a tough one. I don't uh, I don't like to talk about you know people's searches and and things. I really love y'all's AD there, um, and truthfully, I think there probably would have been uh, some interest. Um, I know that, but um, I, I was uh, I was forthright in saying I just I, I knew kind of what we were building here, and my three daughters were two of them were getting ready to graduate, and another is a sophomore, and. Um, it just, uh, the timing just wasn't, uh, wasn't right for me to, to be open to, to that. I'm not saying I would have been the guy. I don't know. I do think, uh, there was uh, some interest and certainly when it first opened, I mean, Jill and I both were like, oh my, we could go back home. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that, that, that certainly would, uh, that would be an awesome way to end my coaching career at some point, but I just knew it wasn't right um, timing and uh, would be the first to stand on the table to say you ought to talk to Will Hall. Right. Well, you've done a great job, no question about it, at Liberty University. You had a quarterback that's a dynamic kid. Getting ready to go in the NFL draft. probably going to be a high draft choice in the NFL. That was a really special player, wasn't he, Coach? Yeah, special player, special kid, young man. He's he's really – I mean, one of the most enjoyable kids I've ever coached, and I have no idea where he's going to go in this draft. It's certainly hard to predict, and uh, I've sat in those green rooms before, and, and you just don't know what's going to happen. But I do think 
um, he's going to make some team very, very happy uh, when when they choose him, and hopefully it'll be in the first round, and we can celebrate that with him. But it's really hard to tell. But you know, it gives you great joy as a coach to know you helped helped kind of write or rewrite his uh, his college career in a way that you know. At the end of the day, we as coaches, uh, the bottom line is we really hope to create for the young men in our program and the coaches in our program and uh, really everyone in our program, you want to try to help them create value for themselves so that when an opportunity presents itself in life, whether it be football, jobs, whatever, being a dad, being a husband, uh, you, you want to try to help them create value for themselves so that when those opportunities come, um, they can capitalize on them, and, and I know that we were able to help Malik do that, and, and that's exciting. Well, we're just hoping, because we want, we want him to succeed, so we're all hoping here that he doesn't get drafted by the Washington co- Commanders, right, Bob? <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> I want him to go somewhere. I'm a lifelong Redskin coach. That's the inference there, but I hope the kid gets to go to anywhere, somewhere, but... somewhere successful. Hey, yeah. hey, Coach, when you were in Hattiesburg, and I don't know how much time we have in this segment, but what were some of the the places that you, you guys would hang out? Were there different different places around town, burger joints or places that you guys like to hang? Golly, there was a one right across from campus, uh, Chesterfields at the time, maybe? Yeah, right, was, right. Yeah, we liked there. And then the fish shack out out, out of town there. What's it called? Remind me. With, uh, the one up in Moselle? or uh, uh, The one right out of town. Mur- 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 yeah. Murphy's Catfish, I think, maybe? I can't, re- I can't recall. No, nah, it was something else. It was uh, something else back there. Max. 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 Back Max. Yeah, Max Fish. That's yeah. It. yeah. Love yeah. that place. Max on the river. Love that. Now, Coach, if yep. you were if you were really a Southern Miss guy, a really true blue Southern Miss guy, you would tank this game this fall. <laughs> well, I, we, the way we looked in spring, it may not. I may not have to tell you about. It. <laughs> I think we're hey, going to be fine, Coach. We got a really short break. Could we ask you to hold on for three minutes and uh, let us uh, continue our conversation? All right. All right, Coach Hugh Freeze, everybody. He'll be right back on the Eagle Hour. Short break, back with a few more questions for Coach Freeze, and we'll wrap up the show. Thank you. Hey, welcome back. Final segment of the Eagle Hour. I want to thank our good buddies at 4th Street Bar and Grill and D1 and DBAT for their sponsorship of the show. We appreciate them. They're with us each and every day, and we thank them very much for their support. I want to get right back. Uh, it's a short segment, about five minutes left of the show. Back uh, with Hugh Freeze, head football coach at Liberty University. Coach, a couple more questions before we let go. Again, we thank you for your time. A lot of changes in college football. Now, 
Kids can transfer from year to year, don't have to sit out a year. Kids can be paid money. I saw recently where a quarterback at a university in Alabama, I won't mention the school, a million dollars basically for playing one year at the, in that position. Now, your thoughts about all these things that seem to have turned the world of uh, college sports up on its ear? Man, five minutes is definitely not enough, but I'll <laughs> uh, uh, jump right in and say I'm. Uh, I do think that um, we've we've lost some of the value of education uh, being a priority in your decision making and culture and and those things that fit you. Um, I am not opposed to uh, young men in our profession profiting off of their name, image, and likeness. I do think it's a bad precedence uh, to set if, if coaches um, are involved in trying to use that as leverage for them to make a decision. I'm not for that. I'm not going to uh, partake in it. Um, I love the fact that our old linemen get $200 a month at County Smoke Barbecue. I love that, and, and, and I have no problem with it. I just don't think that is the reason you should be picking a school, something based off of um, somebody leveraging your name, image, and likeness for you to come play at their school. And I, I do think I hate the fact that there's not some type of parameters around it, um, and it's going to be out of control. It already is, it seems. Um, not near as much, near as upset about those lack of parameters uh, as I am with many other coaches is just the, the lack of parameters around the transfer portal. Um, I just think we've lost um, some of the hang in there, pay your dues, um, and I have no problem with them having a one-time transfer, but the fact that you can have a one-time transfer and there's no parameters around it whatsoever and they can do it any time of the year and then expect you to field a roster full of 85 scholarships in the fall when you can't – you have no idea when when your kids may hit it or when some other tampering is going to happen because this guy – this coach at X University called his high school coach and said, "Hey, tell him to go in the portal, and we'll take him." And um, and then then comes the NIL money and all of that stuff. And it's uh, I just think it's uh, I, I'm we listen. We have a great job, and we still, irregardless of all the stuff that may be wrong or that we don't agree with, we still have an opportunity to coach a great game and impact and influence kids. And you hope that at the end of the day, you can have a relationship enough with them to where um, they value the time that they have with you. And um, maybe it keeps them hanging in there with you when they could go somewhere else, or maybe not. But I do think someone has got to sit in a room with some common sense and say, okay, We'll let them have the one-time transfer, but here are the months that it has to happen in in order for us to prepare a team for a season. If that makes any sense, uh, makes perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. Do you, do, Coach, do you think that the that the Liberty Southern Miss series could continue? You know, with you guys now being in Conference USA and Southern Miss going to the Sun Belt. You know, I, 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 truthfully, to me, 
Um, I would prefer with the when you look at our conference USA ties that we're going into. Um, we'll have eight conference games, so we're looking for four non-conference. I would totally prefer for those four to be right here on the Eastern Seaboard in Virginia or the Carolinas. I think it makes a lot more because we've got some travel in Conference USA, and so I think it would make a lot more sense for us to play, you know, Marshall and Old Dominion and and Charlotte and and some of those that uh, coastal, if that makes any sense. Uh, that would that would. I think, make the most sense for us. All right, Coach, and that makes perfect sense as well. But we know you're going to be here next fall. We really look forward to it. And hopefully uh, a little closer to the game, we maybe get you back on the Eagle Hour. Is that a chance of that? I'm sure it is. All right, Coach. Thank you a lot, Coach. We appreciate your time. Thank you, guys. All All right, right. everybody. That's Coach Hugh Freeze, who's done – whether you like him or not, he's a Southern Miss guy that's done a remarkable job out at Liberty University. Well, and the fact that he was a math major, that probably helps with some of those checks he's, he's had over the yeah, years. he's not hurting. <laughs> Hill Denson did him a big favor uh, when he cut him from the baseball team. But I like what he said, too. I don't know. Did you catch this, Bob, when he said, yeah, we, we have been richly blessed where we have been able to also help others correct i like uh, that i like that, that somebody who's made a lot of money like that passes it on you know and I want to thank the si over at liberty university he set all this up and uh, we're grateful to him for that i uh, hope you enjoyed that interview uh, with southern miss graduate hugh freeze all right eagle hour rolls right along through the rest of the week we're a great guest for you all week long we'll be back tomorrow at one o'clock we hope you will too go eagles tonight against tulane and southern miss to the top Talk Mississippi Media Production.